0: Hi everyone and a very warm welcome to podcast episode 109. On today's episode, we're talking about being selective in your food decision choices and eating choices. But before we dive in, I want to let you know that right now we have an incredibly special Black Friday offer on annual enrolment in the Lose Weight Live Life Academy. For those of you new to the podcast or unfamiliar with the Academy, let me tell you a little about it. The Lose Weight Live Life Academy is an online coaching community that will help you create a relationship with food, yourself and your life that you love as you learn how you want to eat for life so that you can lose weight and manage that weight loss forever. First, we teach you the principles of creating a relationship with food that you love that looks nothing like dieting through the Food for Thought program whilst providing you with weekly coaching support via live coaching calls and our online community. Then as you continue to practice all that you've learned to help you manage your mind and emotions so that you feel better about your eating, you also get to work on your relationship with yourself and your life. You see, the reason we overeat and emotionally eat has little to do with food and everything to do with how we use food to feel better in our lives. So together, we unpick what's going on for you and then find you new strategies to replace your need to use food it's a bit like a crutch to help you feel better day to day. And the very special offer that we have at the moment is that you can enroll in annual membership with a 20% saving of the normal annual price, which is actually a 40% saving of the monthly pay-as-you-go price. This offer is only available until midnight on Monday, the 28th of November. So don't miss out. And that's not all. We are both giving you instant access to all the calls and classes from the beginning of this year. And we're not going to start the clock running on your annual membership until the 1st of January 2023. This way, whether you are thinking, this sounds great, I would so love weight loss support throughout the tricky month of December. Or if you're thinking, that's kind of great, but I really don't want to think about weight loss until the new year. We've got you either way. Because when you enroll today, you get an extra five weeks free on top of these existing amazing savings. So your annual membership will run until the 1st of January, 2024. OK, that's a whole lot of support to help you create the balance between eating for fuel and nourishment and comfort and pleasure that works for you for life. To find out all of the details, go to www.thebestyou.coach forward slash BF. And please do email support at weightwhispering.com if you have any questions about this at all. All right, so on with today's episode. I wanted to create this episode for you after some conversations I've been having with clients recently about tracking their weight loss so that they can see if the way that they want to eat will indeed enable them to see a downward trend on the scale. Many of the women that I work with, unsurprisingly, have a dysfunctional relationship with the scales, just as I did. The world in which we've all lived in for decades has created a subconscious and or conscious belief in many of us that the number on scales in some way determines our self-worth or even our morality. And of course, that is just not the case. We sometimes think a certain number is bad and seeing numbers can trigger shame, regret, frustration and remorse. And it's really normal to see women using the scales against themselves in their weight loss journey and being at the effect of the scales rather than them feeling empowered to use them as a tool. When we're at the effect of the scales it often triggers us to eat in a disempowering way because we think maybe things aren't working when in fact they are and unfortunately I see this happen all of the time but contrary to some who may think that throwing out the scales is the answer, I believe that healing our relationship with scales is a better alternative solution. We don't want to avoid what we make the number on the scales mean. We want to meet it head on with curiosity and compassion and heal our relationship with the scales and learn how to love ourselves unconditionally. Doing that work takes time and requires focus, but it's totally worth it. But what this means is that if getting on the scales creates an emotional and traumatic experience for you, I will sometimes suggest that you leave getting on the scales until a little later in your weight loss journey so that you can focus on creating the relationship with food that you want first. I also encourage you to trust that you will know when the right time is for you to focus on using the scales as a tool to help you and focus on healing your existing relationship with the scales and creating a whole new empowering one that will work for you. Anyway, I mention this because over the past couple of weeks, I've had a few clients realise that the time is right for them to start using the scales as a tool to help them track the impact of how they're eating so that they can be selective in their food choices and see which ones give them the result they want on the scales as well as how eating those foods feel in their body. And the way that we do this is always by looking at the overall trend over a period of two weeks or more never by making a change or decision based on one single data point. Because as we know, so much impacts what the number on the scales says. It's not as simple as what we eat or even calories in and calories out. I, as you know, very much suggest that you don't count calories anyway. But whether you're using the scales or not as a means to track data and provide feedback as to how your body is responding to the food that you're eating, I always suggest you start to think about how you want to eat for life in order to be the weight that you want to be. And I suggest you look at how you have been eating and think about the changes you want to make. And this requires you to make choices. And one of the challenges when it comes to eating is that we're very practiced at making in the moment choices, many of which we later realize hinder us being the way we want to be. But such is the nature of our human behavioural programming. And what I want to encourage you to do is to make choices in a different way. And so in the Academy, we look at different ways to help you make food and eating choices ahead of time, and we help you figure out how to do that as effectively and as efficiently as possible. And most members and clients find that when they start planning and making food decisions ahead of time, they love it. It's easy to get into the rhythm of figuring out what works for them. And then, of course, what happens is that no sooner are they making it work for them consistently and they like how they're eating day to day, something happens that requires them to adapt. And in addition to having lots of conversations with amazing ladies about how to use the scales as a tool to help them this week, I've also had several conversations with clients about embarking on overseas travel for work and crazy hectic schedules. And we've chatted through concerns they've had around making food choices and feeling less in control around planning. And I wanted them to have a visual in their mind of the difference between making in the moment decisions which often lead to eating in a way that doesn't create the weight loss results wanted versus being more selective with planning because they think it will be difficult to plan what they will be eating on a business trip. And so we explored the different approaches between packing for a trip where you take a small suitcase in the plane cabin with you versus packing for a trip where you put a much larger suitcase in the plane hold. Whether you're planning your food for the week or for the month or for a few days, you want to be thinking about it as if you're packing very selectively to maximise the space in your carry-on small cabin luggage. You've likely heard me say that figuring out how you want to eat for life is simply getting the balance between eating for fuel and nutrition and nourishment and eating for comfort and pleasure right for you different for everyone. You're just focusing on getting the balance right that works for you. When you're packing your carry-on small cabin luggage, you need to be very selective in your packing to meet that balance. You will have essential items that you don't need to think about and you just put them into the suitcase, maybe toiletries or shoes. And in just the same way, when you're planning how you want to eat, you have your essentials for giving your body the nutrition and nourishment it requires. You then see when you're packing the space that you have left in your small cabin bag and think about the number of maybe days and evenings and you are forced to make decisions and prioritize what you will take. You get quite savvy about it. Because you're limited, you choose what you know will absolutely serve you best and or what you know you will love wearing too. And I want you to be thinking about your eating choices, the planning choices that you make with your food, even when you're planning on dining and eating out in the same way. Once you have decided how you're going to get the fuel and nourishment your body needs, you then have the equivalent of a little space in your suitcase to decide what you want to have for enjoyment or comfort. Now, unfortunately, unlike a suitcase, we don't have a definitive knowledge of what will fit. And what I mean by that is what will work with regards to getting you the downward trend in weight loss that you want to see. This is where the scales come in, because we use the scales as a feedback mechanism over a two-week period help us determine what we can put on our food plan that is the equivalent of making best use of that space in the carry on small cabin bag. Let's compare this to packing for a trip where you're taking a pink suitcase that will go in the hold. In this scenario it may feel easier to pack because you're not forced to prioritise and make as many decisions. You throw in more clothes you need knowing that you'll decide later, it may feel easier in the moment, it may feel quicker, You're avoiding prioritising and decision-making and planning tasks which you may find tedious and uncomfortable. But what about after you've packed? Well, the upfront effort you put into packing your small cabin bag starts to pay off right away. It's lighter, easier to move around and to take to the airport by comparison. You reduce the risk of losing the bag because you're in more control. It's quicker to go through airport security And when you get to your destination, zero effort is required in deciding what to wear because you have already made your choice and don't need to think about it again. It's quicker to unpack, it's quicker to get ready each day, and it's quicker to pack again than it would be if you had the larger suitcase full of clothes. This is just the same when you put in the effort and energy into being very selective with making your food choices ahead of time. You will feel lighter in your body because you will eat less you'll be far more likely to feel in control and reduce the risk of losing yourself to your habitual food desires. And you will, of course, be more likely to see the trend that you want to see on the scales too. But the best thing is, if you don't, you'll be able to repeat the process with changing something very specifically to see if that works better for you next time. In just the same way that if you pack a clothing item into your small cabin suitcase, and you realise it doesn't quite work for you, you'll do something differently next time. This iterative process of learning and discovering is the only way that you will learn how you want to eat for life. In the same way that if you're used to taking a large suitcase in the hole, you may find packing more selectively with a small cabin bag tricky at first and think it's restrictive, you're not used to paying close attention to your food choices, you may also think that selective planning and making very decisive food choices restrictive too. But the truth is the smaller cabin bag and the selective food plan give you a huge amount of freedom. Freedom from chatter in your mind, freedom from indecision and freedom from being weighed down by overpacking or overeating. So to recap, when it comes to eating in a way that will enable you to lose weight, assuming that's what you want, you're going to want to choose foods to nourish you and give your body the energy and nutrients you need first And then through using the scales as a tool to help you monitor trends over time, you're going to want to figure out the capacity you have for eating for comfort and pleasure. And then you're going to want to think about the capacity available, just like the space in the carry on small cabin bag, and think about how you can use that most effectively to give you what you want. That's what it's all about, to make it easier for you, to help you figure out eating in a way that you love. And just a couple more things. It's not just about the food. It's also about, of course, the quantity of food and the timing of when you eat the food and how you combine foods together. Grazing all day or late into the evening will create a different weight loss results on the scales than having two meals a day with no snacks, even if you're effectively eating the same foods. So when you're thinking about your choices, go beyond just the food items and think about how you will be eating them too. And know that there is a lag between what you eat and the results on the scales. What you weigh on the scales today is not a reflection of how you ate yesterday, but a reflection of how you've been eating over the past three to five days. Don't make decisions based on what the scales are doing from anything less than evaluating over a two-week period. Okay, that is what I wanted to share with you today. But before I go... I want to celebrate some of the amazing achievements of ladies who joined us in the Academy at the end of September. This is what they shared in posts in our community last week. So one member shared, she said, I still haven't tweaked my plan, but the scales are down 18 pounds. So still losing. And I'm a great believer in the adage, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. So Claire, I have to thank you once again for your calm and kind approach. Listening to ourselves and being kind and curious is working for me. Another member shared, hi all. Well, despite not managing to catch up with the modules, the scales show great things. 2.7 pounds down since check-in last Friday, a total of one stone, 7.1 pounds. Absolutely amazing, actually. Never before have I been in an unsettled emotional pickle and lost weight or even managed to eat healthily. I think I'm only using 50% of the tools so far, so I'm wanting to spend time next week After I've completed my job application, enough is enough on me and the Miss modules. Okay, another member shared, hi all, a real discovery week. I lost one one pound, eight pounds in total, slow and steady, but finding a real shift in how I think and feel about food and myself. I can certainly see the glimmers of a breakthrough and being kinder and happier with myself. Thank you so much, Claire. This program mindset is definitely working for me. And I'm excited for the future. And the last one, I just want to share. Good morning, everyone. I'm one pound down today, 13 pounds in total. I had put on three pounds on holiday a couple of weeks ago and have yo-yoed, if that's a word, up and down the same three pounds since. So today's new number on the scales is a huge win. Also loving that berating myself has stopped and is now replaced with patience, curiosity and kind talk. This course is amazing, Claire. Thank you. All right. So... Brilliantly well done and congratulations to all of those ladies. And if you've been thinking about joining us in the Academy, it really is a great time to do just that. Do something for you this Black Friday weekend. Take the decision to start prioritising yourself today. And or if you want to treat yourself for Christmas or ask someone else to, remember, we've got you set up to start the 12 month course in January. If that would work better for you. All the details and enrolment links are at www thebestyou.coach forward slash BF for Back Friday. Take care, everyone. I'll talk to you next week. If you enjoyed listening to this podcast and are ready to live a more intentional life, lose weight as a part of that journey and create a relationship with food and yourself that you love, then I would be honoured to have you join the Lose Weight Live Life Academy membership and coach with me. The programme offers different levels of support to suit you, including self-paced learning, twice weekly calls, private coaching, an amazingly caring community and lots more. Find out all the details about when and how you can join at www.thebestyou.coach/coaching.